Welcome to the King's Church Podcast. We are an ACC church based on the Gold Coast in Queensland, Australia. We'd love for you to join us on any given Sunday. In the meantime, we hope this message blesses you. So good to see you all uh, this morning. And uh, I just want to reiterate, actually, what Pastor Sue Sweeney said uh, about uh, the Rise and Build Fund that we have as a church. Earlier this year, uh, we launched a Rise and Build Fund. And so basically, whenever we have some kind of a building project across our church, uh, we always uh, talk about what's coming up and that sort of thing. And we have a, a fund set aside called Rise and Build, which people can give to directly to go specifically towards those projects. And so we've done some great things through that. Uh, we managed to do, purchase the land and do the fit out at St. George, uh, which was absolutely awesome. Uh, we've done some things here at Ready Creek, even in the offices and that sort of thing. We've got some projects for Ready Creek actually next year. Uh, the plan is, uh, praise God, that we do an elevator out the back there so I don't have any more seniors walking down those stairs uh, and that sort of thing. So we're looking at that. But at Logan Village, we actually don't have any church offices at Logan Village because obviously it's an ongoing project. And so with the extension of the auditorium, we're actually going to put in some church-specific offices. And also around the front, uh, we're going to open up... Uh, King's Table Cafe, uh, there, which is so we're now franchising it. So McDonald's, watch out, uh, and it's going to go really well. Uh, within a month or two of going to Logan Village, I realise there is no good coffee in the whole of the area, uh, and so I think it's going to be absolutely brilliant. So that's one of the projects it goes towards. Uh, we will let you know more about it. But if you want to contribute to that, feel free to go down uh, to the Hello Hub uh, and do that. Uh, if you've got your Bibles, I'm just going to read to you today from Psalm 134. Psalm 134, and in the header of the New King James Version to describe what this psalm is about, it says, Praising the Lord in his house at night. A song of ascents. Behold, bless the Lord, all you servants of the Lord, who by night stand in the house of the Lord. Lift up your hands in the sanctuary and bless the Lord. The Lord who made heaven and earth bless you from Zion. Let's pray. Father, I thank you for your word. I ask and pray, Lord, that you help us, Lord God, to live at the level you have for us. I thank you and praise you for that, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Uh, as many of you would know, we've been doing a series uh, called Song of Ascents, and basically that's Psalms 120 to 134. So Psalms 120 to 134 all start as Song of Ascents or Songs of Ascent. And basically these were, these were songs sung by the Israelites whenever they would gather in Jerusalem three times a year for the three feasts. So three times a year, wherever the Jews were, they would gather together in Jerusalem and that they would gather and basically for a week or so spend time with the rest of God's people. Uh, they're called Songs of Ascent because they were songs that were sung on the way up to Jerusalem. Jerusalem is approximately uh, as far above sea level as Toowoomba. Uh, and so basically to go there, uh, they had to grade on up uh, to Jerusalem and they would sing all the way up there. And so we've been doing a series on Psalms 120 to 134. Uh, every year at church, we do a Bible series uh, and look at a specific, pa uh, sp specific portions of the Bible. And so uh, earlier this year, uh, we really felt that for our church, the theme this year would be on the rise, where we believe that every area of our church in 2021 would go to a whole new level. Every department, uh, every service, every campus, uh, every ministry would rise to a whole new level. And we have found uh, as a church that this year, uh, praise God, that has been the case. And so, and so we've been doing this series, Songs of Ascent, songs that they would sing on the way up 
to Jerusalem. Psalm 134 is the last one of those psalms. And so this is my last contribution to the series. It might be the last one in the series itself. Uh, And basically, this is the last psalm, and it's all about praise. Uh, He talks all the way through it about blessing the Lord, and he's actually talking about praise. You see that in the header. It actually talks about praising the Lord at night. And so basically, this psalm is all about praise. I find it interesting that the last song of ascent is all about praise. Compare that to Psalm 120, which is actually the first psalm in Songs of Ascent. Psalm 120 verse 1, it says, in my distress, I cried out to the Lord. So at the start, the first song, I'm in distress. But by the last one, I'm praising God. That maybe it's, you know, I didn't want to go to conference that week. I didn't want to go to Jerusalem. I didn't feel like I've got a whole lot going on in my life. I'm really stressed. In my distress, I cried out to the Lord. But who knows when you spend a bit of time praising God? Who knows that when you spend a bit of time with God's people, that by the end, praise is coming out of your mouth. So I might have started off distressed, but now in Psalm 134, I am praising Him. And so Psalm 134 is all about praise. And so today I want to talk to you briefly uh, about four praise pointers, four things about praise that we can find based out of this short little psalm. And I chose this psalm for myself because it is the shortest. Uh, So Psalm 134 verse 1 says this, Behold, bless the Lord, all you servants of the Lord. First thing about praise is uh, praise is positive. I will bless the Lord. Doesn't say, oh, I'm going to talk about all my problems. Doesn't say, I'm going to talk about everything that's going wrong in my life. It actually says, I will bless the Lord. Praise is positive. When we praise God, we take our eyes off our problems and we actually put them upon the Lord. When we, take, when we praise the Lord, we're actually magnifying Him. The Bible says in Psalm 34 verse 3, it says, Oh, magnify the Lord with me and let us exalt His name together. Make no mistake, there are times that we are to pour out a complaint before the Lord. But often, if you look at Psalms, often it's like individual, you know, like I've got these issues, I want to pour them out before the Lord. Sometimes I need to talk to someone, talk about the issues that are going on in my life. That's just part of the Christian life. But really, if you think about the times when it talks about us getting together, when we get together, we come to lift up His holy name. We come to bless Him. We come to magnify Him. Uh, If you want to magnify something, it's very simple. Get a magnifying glass and you put it on an image and that image automatically looks bigger. You're magnifying it. It tells us here to magnify the Lord, make him look bigger. You think to yourself, well, why, how is that so? Like, why does God need to be magnified? Well, because sometimes our perspective is wrong. Sometimes our problem looks bigger than our God. Sometimes the issue we're going through, through looks so insurmountable that it looks like our God can't move on our behalf. That's why there's times when we are supposed to magnify the Lord. Don't magnify the problem. Don't magnify the issue. Magnify the Lord. That's why the Bible tells us that, we, uh, that the hills melt like wax at the presence of the Lord. If your problem looks bigger than your God, then your God is too small. So what we need to do is magnify Him. Declare His goodness. Declare His faithfulness. Declare His power. There are some songs, I'll be honest with you, I've actually banned. Uh, in our church, and they're all the songs that magnify my problems, that magnify how bad I am, 
that magnify how awful I am. That is not the time when we come together to magnify how bad we are. It's the time to magnify the Lord. And we talk about his goodness. We talk about his greatness. And we keep doing it till he looks bigger and our problem looks smaller. The hills melt like wax at the presence of the Lord. Praise is positive. The second thing about praise is this. Psalm 134 verse 1. Behold, bless the Lord, all you servants of the Lord. All you servants of the Lord. Second thing about praise is praise is a priority. Praise is a priority. Notice this. He doesn't say, behold, bless the Lord, all of you that feel like it today. He doesn't say, bless the Lord, if you've had a good week. He doesn't even say, bless the Lord, if you feel comfortable. One of the phrases I've banned at our church, and that's why sometimes I feel like I'm a little old-fashioned, you know. Uh, but I've banned the phrase, if you feel comfortable. Worship God if you feel comfortable, if you're okay with it. No, no, no. Bless the Lord, all you servants of the Lord. Don't even matter how you feel about it. We're actually supposed to praise the Lord. That's why the Bible says in Psalm 150, verse 6, let everything that has breath praise the Lord. Why don't you breathe into your mask for a moment? Feel all that carbon dioxide that's just come back into your nostrils. That's actually your breath. And so basically, if you've got breath, then we're supposed to praise the Lord. It's actually our job. I love the story about when Jesus was coming into Jerusalem. We celebrated on Palm Sunday, just before Easter. And basically, he's coming into Jerusalem riding on a donkey. And as he does, the Bible says the streets are lined with people who will actually line up palm trees, on, palm fronds on the ground. They will put their cloaks on the ground before him. And they were saying, Hosanna, Hosanna, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. And so they were praising him and worshipping him. As he did that, as he came into Jerusalem, some of the Pharisees tried to stop him, pull him aside. And they said, Jesus, tell these people to stop. It's not right that they be worshipping or praising you. Actually, interestingly enough, uh, I've talked to some different religious groups and sometimes they say things like, you know, they try and deny the divinity of Christ. And they say, where in the Bible does it say it's okay to worship Jesus? Well, here's a classic example. And so he is there and they're worshipping and praising him. The Pharisees tell him, you know, really, Jesus, you should be telling them to stop it. And Jesus said this, well, if they don't do it, even the rocks will cry out. Somebody's got to praise his name. Somebody's got to lift him up. I don't know about you. I don't want a rock doing my job. It's my job to praise him. I'm the one with some breath. It's my job to praise the Lord. Somebody today, right now, on the Gold Coast, somebody's got to praise him. Some people are off to the beach, off to the Mudrabah show, but somebody's got to praise his holy name. All of us are to praise him. That's what it says there. Praise is a priority. The third thing about praise is this. It says, Behold, bless the Lord, all you servants of the Lord, who by night stand in the house of the Lord. Lift up your hands in the sanctuary and bless the Lord. Stand, feet, hands, mouth. Praise is participatory. Praise is a whole body experience. God has actually given us symbols. He's given us a bass. He's given us woodwind instruments, wind instruments. We are actually our own orchestra. And so praise is 
participatory, whole body experience. Clap your hands, all you people. Shout unto God with a voice of triumph, it says in Psalm 47, verse 1. It's a full body experience. You know, one time I was talking to someone and they said, I mentioned I'm Pentecostal, and they said to me, oh, so you're one of those happy clappies. (laughs) And I said, yes. (laughs) What's wrong with that? It's actually what the Bible says. In his presence is fullness of joy, so I'm happy. And it says, clap your hands, all ye people. Shout to God with a voice of triumph. It's a full participatory experience. There's something about whole body praise. Did you know that joy's only three inches away? That you can be depressed and you're thinking to yourself, I need some joy. Three inches away. Why? Because the Bible says jump for joy. It's three inches above your head. If you're willing just to jump, and to participate. I love the story about when David, and I mentioned this last time, when the Ark of the Covenant was returning. The Bible says he was really getting into it. Whole body experience. A little bit too much, uh, because he started disrobing. Uh, That's why I'm nervous when someone comes up to me and says, oh, pastor, I just want to dance like David danced. And uh, at least keep your clothes on, you know what I'm saying? But the thought of full participation, the thought of whole body experience. One time I was preaching at a church and uh, in Townsville, actually, and at the end of the service, a young lady came forward for prayer and she said, Pastor Ben, I just feel all bound up. Uh, and I said, okay. I said, and I just felt to tell her, lift your hands. So I said, okay, well, just lift your hands. And she was all stiff as a board. And so she went like this. And I thought, oh, my first thought was, oh, that's a good try. That's a good effort. You know, that's better than before. And I thought, no. I said, listen, just lift them higher. And so she goes. And I I thought, well, that's better than before too. And I thought, no, I felt the challenge. I said, listen, just stick your hand straight up. She stuck her hand straight up. The power of God hit her. She started shaking. The heaviness lifted. And she started jumping up and down and praising God. The thing that was on her left as she made the decision to praise God herself. I will stand. In the, I will lift my hands and I will bless the Lord. It is a full body experience. Psalm 47, where it says, oh, clap your hands, all you people shout to God with a voice of triumph. Psalm 47 was written by a group called the Sons of Korah. So Psalms has a lot of Psalms written by King David. And, and then we sing songs of ascent here, Psalm 120, 134. But there's another number of psalms. There's 11 psalms written by a group called the Sons of Korah. And I'll be honest with you, for many years I didn't even realise that. I knew there was a Christian group called Sons of Korah uh, that would travel around. That's something I didn't realise. I ripped off these guys. Uh, and, so, and so 11 of the psalms are written by the Sons of Korah. And, and great, uh, great, you know, worshipped unto God and that sort of thing. And, and, and they're famous for their psalms. But if you study the Sons of Korah, it's absolutely incredible the life they had. They're the sons of Korah, their dad's Korah. Now, Korah, if you study it, actually led a rebellion against Moses and Aaron. And with two other guys, Abiram and Dathan. And they led a rebellion against Moses and Aaron. And so basically, God told all the people to step away 
from Korah, from Abiram, uh, and from Dathan to step away from them. And as they did, the Bible says the earth opened up and swallowed Korah and 250 other people. Incredibly, Korah's sons did not perish. In fact, the Bible says they were there watching it. They watched their dad get killed. I would have thought if there was a group of kids that had a lot of trauma, I would have thought if there was a lot of kids who would be angry at God, I would have thought if there were a lot of kids who didn't like church anymore, it would have been the sons of Korah. But something had happened in their life to say, you know what, I don't understand that's happening, everything that's happened in my life. I've had some bad experiences, but it is not going to stop me from praising God. And so they wrote down in Psalm 47, verse 1, Sing, shout, clap your hands, all you people. Shout unto God with a voice of triumph. These are people who didn't allow the pain, the trauma, the difficulty, the unfairness, the injustice they experienced to stop them from praising God. How much more then should we as people have a full body experience when it comes to praising the Lord. Praise is participatory. And the fourth thing is this. It says in verse 3 of Psalm 134, the Lord who made heaven and earth bless you from Zion. So in verse 1, it says, tells us, behold, bless the Lord. But by the end of the psalm, he's blessing us. I start off blessing him but he ends up blessing us. The fourth thing about praise is praise is pleasurable. Praise is pleasurable. When you bless God, God blesses you. Psalm 22, verse 3. But thou art holy, O thou that inhabitest the praises of Israel, King James Version. What that means is God inhabits the praise of his people. Other translations say he's enthroned in our praise. So when we praise him, we carry his presence into a situation. The Bible also tells us that in his presence is fullness of joy. And Nehemiah tells us that the joy of the Lord is our strength. So watch this. You're feeling bad. You're feeling fearful. You're feeling discouraged. You make the personal decision to praise him. As you praise him, his presence comes. And then joy comes. And then strength comes. And you've got the strength you need to be the overcomer he's called us to be. You know, the Bible tells us that in Isaiah 61 verse 3, to console those who mourn in Zion, to give them beauty for ashes, the oil of joy for mourning, the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. You feeling heavy? You feeling weighed down? feeling depressed? You're feeling discouraged? What's one of the ways I can shake that off? Put on the garment of praise. We can decide. That means we don't praise God according to our circumstances. We praise Him in spite of our circumstances. You might say, look, I don't feel like praising God today. My football team lost yesterday. I'm really discouraged. But here's the thing. You can decide. I will enter his gates with thanksgiving in my heart. I will enter his courts 
with praise. You can make the decision to praise Him. And when you do, heaviness lifts, discouragement lifts. Have you ever had a time in your life, and, and people say this to me all the time. They come to church and come up afterwards and they said, oh, I needed that today. I wasn't going to come to church. The amount of people that say that to me, actually, I wasn't going to come. I'm glad I did. Well, why don't you make just a decision to just come anyway? I wasn't going to come. and then, Oh, then all of a sudden I just felt so much better. Part of it is the ministry of the Word, but, but part of it is the praise. When you come in and you praise, heaviness lifts. And you can leave this place and maybe your situations have not changed. But something happens on the inside. There's a strength that comes to help you to be the overcomer He's called us to be. That's why He calls us overcomers. Read the book of Revelation. A very common word is the word overcome. I'm not a big fan of the word overcome because it means there's things in life I have to overcome. <laughs> I'd prefer God to take away. He doesn't always take things away. Sometimes I have to overcome. Where do I get that strength? I praise. Heaviness lifts. Joy comes. Strength to strengthen me to overcome to be the victorious person He's called us to be. When we praise God, we get strengthened. When we praise God, it's pleasurable. When we bless Him, he blesses us. Psalm 120, verse 1. The first verse in the Songs of Ascent. In my distress, I cried to the Lord. But the last verse of the Songs of Ascent, Psalm 134, verse 3. The last thing it says is this. The Lord who made heaven and earth bless you from Zion. I started off distressed, but now I'm blessed. I started off feeling weighed down, but now I'm full of victory. I'm on my way up. I'm moving forward. Regardless of the loss in my life, regardless of the difficulty, regardless of the obstacles, we can still overcome. I was feeling distressed, but now I'm blessed. And so tonight, tonight, today, tonight, we're going to put this into practice. I feel like we need to do a little bit of praise party here. Praise and worship Him. And um, so regardless of how you feel, I'm going to ask you to stand to your feet. He says, I will stand and I'll bless the Lord. I purposely preached a little bit shorter today. A, because it's only three verses. And B, because I felt like some of us need to praise God. I will bless the Lord, not I will sit back and wait for God to bless me. There's a part of our worship experience where we get on the front foot. Yes, there's times when we're sitting back and we're soaking and He's washing over us. That's fine. But that's incomplete. There is a time when we get on the front foot. I will enter His gates with thanksgiving in my heart. I will enter His courts with praise. And so we're going to sing this song declaring God's goodness. Now, I need to explain something. When it says, I can't believe how good the Lord is, it's not literally saying, I can't believe. It's a turn of phrase. It's a, it's a statement of amazement. So don't get hung up on it, please. 
I don't want to hear it. Um, it's a statement of amazement. I can't believe the wallaby smashed Springboks. Can't believe it. We know what you mean when you say that. You're amazed. When I can't believe how good the Lord is, it means He will do. You've experienced something exceedingly abundantly above all that you can ask or imagine. That's the God that we serve. So you theological sticklers, settle down. We don't need to go there, right? Let's lift our hands and let's worship in this place. Heaviness is leaving some people. Strength is coming into some people. Victory is coming into some people's lives. Let's worship Him.
can't believe how good the Lord is. I can't believe how good the Lord is. He's been good to me. He's been good to me. We worship you, God. Why don't you just start worshiping him now? Just let it bubble up. Just let it bubble up. There's more in you. We worship you, God. We exalt you, Lord. We praise you, Jesus. We glorify you, God. We magnify you, Lord. Hallelujah, Lord. Hallelujah, Lord. Hallelujah, Lord. Jesus. Sing. Shout, clap your hands. So, uh, oh yeah, clap your hands. So we're going to sing a um, happy clappy song now. It's called Thank God. It's a really easy clapper, you know. And uh, I want to encourage you that when you do it, sometimes, how do I explain this? When you get into praise, is like a warfare that happens. When you start to, when you stop being passive and sitting back, and when you just start declaring, things start shifting. Amen. And so, for some people, this is going to be a declaration, taking our eyes off what God hasn't done yet. That robs you of your joy and putting our eyes on the things God is doing. The Bible tells us that every time I come in His presence, I'm to thank Him. When was the last time you can? When was the last time we counted our blessings? Let's sing this song. We're going to thank Him and we're going to clap. We're going to make some noise. Amen. Let's do that. Come on. Come on. With everything we've got, we're going to sing this out this morning. Wandering into the night. Wanting a place to hide this weary soul.
I am free. Declare it. Hell lost another one. I am free. Oh, I am free. Come on. I am free. Hell lost another one. I am free. Oh, I am free. Oh, I am free. Hell lost another one. I am free. Oh, I. Praise you, God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I think it was Ezekiel. Might have been Ezekiel. Had a vision. Was going out in the waters. Went out ankle deep. God said, go out further. Went out waist deep. Go out a little further. Eventually, he was in over his head. This morning, right then, we, we come up over the waist. But I want us to do one more song. Now, now we're going to do that first song, and some would be like, oh, I don't know, it sounds a bit youthy and that sort of thing. Well, he said it would new your youth like the Eagles. And so that will be a jump for joy song. That will be, so some of you, look, it's okay if you want to. Jump around if you want to get out of your seat. No issue at all, okay? And we're going to sing this song. But I feel for some of us, when we jump and when we move, pride lifts. Shame lifts. It lifts when we do that. That's why David, he wasn't the one that God told off. He told his wife off because he wasn't dignified. But there comes a time in praise, forget being dignified, I'm gonna move my whole body. I know a lot of you are people without a lot of rhythm, but who cares? Don't worry about it. We're gonna praise. Are you ready? All right, let's go. Let the 
much for joining us. Stay tuned for new messages weekly. You can keep updated on what's happening in the life of King's Church by following us on social media at King's Church GC. Be blessed.